Welcome, everyone, to a very nerdy segment. I would say so. Of disingenuous. Some <laughs> call it nerdy. I call it cool. I think nerd's the new cool. Yeah, nerds and geeks and all that shit is overplayed, overhyped. It is. It It's become the mainstream, and we were just here first, so I guess we're fucking hipsters or something. But that's all right. I was emo when it was cool. And now I'm hipster when it's cool. <laughs> was being emo ever really cool? It was to me. I mean, whatever you have to tell yourself, but Yeah. Um by the way, just in case people are curious, Deadpool 2 is in the background. If we needed this to be any more. Yeah. Geeky. And I've we- never seen it, which is sad. Is pre- it's pretty sad. But um yeah, just I never got around to it and uh it's pretty awesome. I don't know. I feel like I've always had a um kind of loyalty to the x-men because i love the comic book so like any subversion of that or like perversion of that i'm just kind of like hesitant on like i still don't watch logan and i need to get around to that just because i'm like i want to see like the whole team and being awesome and like in their prime and like seeing wolverine old as shit and dying and then like deadpool messing with characters and fake the assholes and stuff i gotta just get around to it eventually so it's not like like it sounds really shitty to say but i'll be first in line to see like dark phoenix because oh i want to like, see it it's like it's the x-men like i was first in line for you know days of future past and x-men apocalypse just because i was like oh it's the x-men even if the movie shit like i want to see it so and sophie turner though yeah although she has man hands what? Watch Apocalypse again. She's got she man hands. She has man hands? Oh, for sure. There's there's one scene. I got to remember it. Don't ruin Sophie Turner for me. Someone already she's, ruined Megan she's Fox. Go- she's really good looking. Yeah. She's great in Game of Thrones. And she's, I don't know. It, it was so funny because she's great in Game of Thrones. But then you see that movie, uh, Ap- uh, X-Men Apocalypse, and it's like, your acting's not really great in this movie. It, I know it's the writing and the directing that more than anything, but I mean, she also right. comes from TV. She's like Game of Thrones, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but back back to X Men. Right, the right. thing people forget is is everyone's like Avengers is the first team up movie. I'm like, no, yeah. X Men did it first. Yeah, we. If you think, yeah, if you really think about it. Uh, before the MCU, there were a bunch of movies, and they would add in other X Men. Like you got the hype of seeing people together. Yeah, so like the the very first X Men movie, it's like you had Wolverine and Cyclops, and Jean Grey and Storm, and it's like even though there's only a couple people, it's still a team up movie. Like you have those movies to thank for where we are today. Like X X Two is still amazing. I and still I still love the first X Men. Oh yeah, it was it was dark, and I thought it 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 felt like a realistic take on like you ever watch like the the '90s like X Men cartoon. Like that shit was the bomb. It, it yeah. feels like the first X-Men movie was like a realistic, like more serious take on that. And I always loved it for that reason. And everyone's great in it. So there was a scene in that that scarred me when I was a kid. It's that guy that turns into water. Yeah, that's messed up. Like that fucked me up. I don't know why, but it was like scary. I was like, whoa. Especially with the year 2000 special effects. It's still kind of like at least off-putting yeah you're like, like it's still messed up 
I'm like, I hate drowning. This guy is drowning and then turning into water. I don't like And then, this. like, yeah, like, chokes on water and then yeah. turns into water and just dies. And yeah. you're like, oh, okay. It's a little thing when you look at the history of superhero movies, but it stayed with me as a kid. And I, it just, I don't know. It fucked me up. And I also was super attracted to Rogue early on. Yeah. Anna Pacman's a hottie for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And... I'm just distracted by it. I know what's coming because I, I, I still I haven't seen it's weird like I haven't seen movies but like I'm curious about them so like I know what happens in them do you know I, what happens right here yeah like everybody just fucking dies damn right? it you knew that <laughs> yeah because I didn't know it going in I was like oh they've been hyping up this X-Force and then they all fucking die like MacGruber the, style yeah in like five minutes fucking Vanisher was this, do you know who Vanisher is I do. Oh, I, I Damn don't, it. I know. No surprises here. I also didn't see that one coming. No. But it's still amazing. Maybe we shouldn't have this shit on in the background. I'm just getting distracted now. Nah, it's all right. It's, uh, it's, listen, this is in the MCU now. I don't know if that's how it works. No, it's but, not. But these characters are now owned by the MCU. He's the only uh, character they said they... Weren't going to. Uh, he that well like, on the Disney recast. on the Disney site they have Deadpool on there already, <laughs> which is like, amazing. You've like, got Frozen, Aladdin, <laughs> Deadpool, and I'm like, wow. Which is basically Ryan Reynolds in a costume from the company that fired James Gunn for inappropriate <laughs> comments. They have Deadpool right there on the cover, although they rehired what? him, so it's okay. Why did Shatterstar have green blood? Uh he's an alien. Evidently, oh, that's right. There's old Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt for two seconds. <laughs> Fresh Jesus off Christ. of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> I think it's really, really funny that um, they had tw- 20 years of X-Men movies. There's like six X-Men movies, three Wolverines, and two Deadpools. And the person they got to represent like the X-Men movies for Fox is Deadpool. Yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> It's amazing. Ryan Reynolds, you've come so far. So far. Um, yeah, they all die horrific deaths, and I love it so much. It's like Final Destination. <laughs> yeah, they they went MacGruber and Final Destination in like five minutes with the entire X-Force. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's just Because uh, Domino's like, where's the team? And he's like... Well, there's good news and bad news. The bad news is the whole team's dead. <laughs> the good news is no one's going to miss Shatterstar. He's a bit of a prick. <laughs> oh, poor Terry Crews. He deserves better. Does he, though? He's fine with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's true. Talking about himself in third person. I also think it's funny that Josh Brolin is in the MCU as two characters technically now. <laughs> Because you would yeah. argue if the MCU is going to make more movies, people would want Josh Brolin's cable. You would think, well, I know they kind of make a joke out of X-Force in this movie, but you'd think that with Deadpool, Cable, Domino, and then you add a couple more characters, they could make a legit X-Force movie. Oh, yeah. So I, I'd i be shocked, <laughs> Stanley. I'd be <laughs> shocked if uh, they didn't bring Josh Brolin back. Especially because yeah. like, you see his face in this movie and like, basically playing Thanos as motion capture, like people like he could play both characters, who cares? Yeah, you, you really can't tell. He kinda uses like a different kind of grungy voice with Thanos too. I don't yeah. you won't be able to tell 
that he's like you would probably have to explain to like your grandma watching the movie like hey that guy's thanos too they'd be like what i I feel like the like general audience for these movies too is a lot smarter than that they used to be like they know who's playing what character and all that stuff it's not like as confusing as it used to be fans are now conditioned um and like a lot of the the fans like know the source material Oh, and for sure. Finally, studios know that, and they'll <laughs> stick with the source material. Well, I mean, sometimes. Well, I mean, but you would you want it to be a variation because you need the surprise, and it's it's a oh, cinematic yeah. thing. If that's I've always hated that about comic book audiences for movies. It's like, oh, like in the comics they do this, in the comics they do that. It's like if they did that with every movie, you'd know the freaking outcome. Yeah, like base it off of a concept from the comics. That's fine. Like infinity war has segments from the infinity comics. Yeah. But it's, it's not the comic there. There's even direct like dialogue from the comic book that was given to other characters that they used. Cause it was, it was good to use it, but it was, you know, it wasn't the exact thing off the, off the page onto the screen because if you do that, there's no surprises. And I think for the most part, the end of infinity war was a surprise. You yeah. know, no one, no one thought that the Avengers were going to lose at the end of that. I was like, maybe they'll tease the snap or maybe they'll do the snap in the next movie. No. Well, for the longest time before, actually, I don't remember anything being said about the snap until they like put it in a commercial or a trailer or something like that. And it's like, well, I didn't even think like that was going to happen in this movie. And they kind of, either ruined it or alluded to it before it even happened in the movie. It's amazing that it did happen though. Oh, for sure. Um, cause finally, I mean, there's been stakes, but these are like actual yeah, stakes, but there, and there's been stakes, but think of the, fir- just even like simplify it to the first two Avengers movies. The first Avengers was like, I mean, it was a genuine threat and everything, but Loki was easily defeated and right. you knew that he wasn't going to succeed once the Avengers came together. Cause you know, it's the first team up movie and all that crap. And then even in age of Ultron, Ultron was like this all powerful, like sentient being who could do literally fucking anything. And then that movie was basically, they just, you know, pull all their collective energy blasts against, yeah. against them and he blows up and that's the end of them. So there weren't, weren't really, it was like, it was yeah. honestly Avengers one, just upping the stakes, adding a couple more characters, and yeah, and there's certain like plot points, like the whole thing happening was in the at the end with Sokovia that like sent shockwaves through the rest of the movies after that, like Civil War. Yeah, but the, the actual threat of the villain Ultron was kind of nerfed a little bit. I mean, he's. Even though I love James Spader. Oh yeah, and he's great in that movie. That's a that's a wholly underrated movie, actually. A lot of yeah, people, people give, Age, give Age it a lot of shit. hate, and I don't understand why. I watched it the other day because I'm in I'm like trying to prep for Endgame. Yeah, and I was like, this movie is pretty dope. I don't see, like, I know there's some stupid stuff with like the Black Widow and Banner. Oh, like, I hate that. That's... Yeah, but I mean, but it's so small. It's not like it taints the movie. And I f- I feel like a lot of people were upset about. Um, 
Hawkeye having a family and all that, all that, like when they go to the farm. And yeah, everything. but in Endgame, that's going to be the perfect but, setup. But yeah, but it it humanizes the. Cause, I mean, because he's a superhero, but he he doesn't have any powers or anything. Like he's just a regular dude. Well, they made him more relatable to people. Oh, for sure. Because people were always like, "Oh, Hawkeye, he's like just an average Joe." But then you kind of doubled but, down on that average Joe aspect, and now everybody like for this Endgame, people are excited for Hawkeye. Oh yeah, his family and stuff. Yeah, because he actually has things to lose, and I know like other people have lost, you know. But but he's the most relatable of. This is what would happen. This is what I would lose if I were part of this universe. Oh, for, yeah. So that's the that's the aspect of it. And he, I mean, <laughs> once you realize that he's just really good at shooting bows, bows and arrow, you know, shooting arrows instead of like actually having a superpower, it makes him way more relatable. Like. He's one of the best parts of Age of Ultron. The the during the end, you know, battle scene when he when you know Scarlet Witch is like not about it, and you know that whole scene where he basically tells her what being an Avenger is about and all, and you know that verbatim like they're hiding and you know he's fighting robots with a bow and arrow and none of the, none of any anything they're doing makes any sense, and he basically teaches her what it's. So what it means to be an Avenger, like that's one of the best scenes in that entire movie. Oh yeah, it 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 basically creates her character. Oh yeah, she's a complete badass after that. Yeah, and she's so hot. <laughs> I mean, that helps too. So hot. Oh, I also shit. think Quicksilver's underrated in that. I actually like the actor that plays Quicksilver. I he wasn't bad in that movie. I think I, he'll be good if I, you, I I I I know people are like, oh, watch they bring back Quicksilver. I hope they do. I would like to yeah, see. Yeah, he him was again. only in the one movie. He really yeah. didn't. I mean, he he was a big part of that movie, but he didn't do much in the overall grand scheme of things. And I'd love to see him back because especially now that you have the X-Men in the um, MCU, I'd love to have him and Scarlet Witch and uh, Magneto interact at some point. Cause if Quicksilver is just dead the whole time, then it's like kind of a wasted opportunity, at least in that regard. And it's crazy that like in justice league, you have your speedster, you have flash. Yeah. X-Men. You have your speedster. Mm-hmm. Like the Avengers movies haven't had like that kind of person except for an age of Ultron, like somebody at super fast. And I feel like they handled Quicksilver's superpowers a lot better in the Fox X-Men movies. Yeah. Like Evan Peters, Quicksilver, like his two scenes in uh days of future past and apocalypse are highlights of those movies. Well, they, yeah. They I was going to say it. they, they are the ones that, make that movie enjoyable like that apocalypse one when it happens i was it brings you back if you're starting to lose it in any way it kind of brings you back in yeah and um and then you see ivan news again you're like "Ah." yeah so many missed opportunities in that one dude apocalypse could have been terrifying he should have been terrifying yeah and oscar isaac's a good actor it's not his fault yeah it's just they made him look weird he I mean, he does cool shit in that movie. Like he's a, he's actually a decent villain. But there's a there's a moment where they make him big, and he uses this like I don't know what that effect is on the voice, but they make his voice like yeah, his voice dark and echoey. And I'm like, have him be that size and talk like that the whole time. And I don't know why they did this like the storm effect with him, where his like eyes just turn white when he's using his powers. Yeah, like he should have had his eyes like that the whole time. He should have had that voice the whole time like and you have all the cgi and everything that you could do to make him freaking awesome and they kind of yeah just failed on it a little bit 
I can ask you now because I just showed it on screen. What do you think of Fox's Juggernaut? It's well, this is Fox's Juggernaut too because the first one they was pretty terrible. Yeah, well, this this version of Juggernaut. That's what I was like. I was saying, huge saying to you before about like the the Deadpool movies actually finally got Colossus right because he was pretty terrible in, in the other uh, X Men movies, and it's just like like Juggernaut and Colossus are humongous characters like physically. I don't know why they couldn't get it right until these movies. Oh, there's a Colossus Juggernaut fight at the end and you're watching it and you're like, "Oh, this is what we've been missing." That's how like I know it's CGI, but you're like, "Okay, this is the actual That's characters. how it should be. Like Juggernaut versus Colossus. Yeah. Like one-on-one like huge like physical fight. I don't oh know why gosh. the X maybe it's just the like the effects of the time or whatever. Could you imagine this Colossus in the Avengers movie? It'd be great. Like be I want I want this like if they're going to carry over Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool into the MCU, I'd love for this version of Colossus to be in it too. I want a Rocket Raccoon and Deadpool team up. <laughs> Rocket well, to be fair, Rocket Throw Drax Rac- in there too. Rocket Raccoon teaming up with anyone makes it a good movie. Yeah, the Thor the the genius move of putting Thor and Rocket together. Oh yeah, that was makes Infinity War. Yeah, that was a great part of Infinity War. Even the five second clip in the last uh Endgame trailer where rockets on War Machines. Oh yeah, those shoulder, two are like raid, perfect like, for each other. He, he like it rubs off on War Machine. Like War Machine's already pretty cool, but he's been kind of low key in the movies, and like just putting him with Rocket makes him look a thousand times more badass. How crazy is it though that we're now into the biggest Avengers movie of all time, and War Machine is one of the ones that's on the cover featured everywhere. I like, of I all like the characters. that. I like it's that. pretty awesome because you have Iron Man and Captain America and whatnot, and all the big Avengers. But you got to throw in like I like when they use characters that are either lesser known or just never really given their due. Because because War Machine is, I mean, let's be real, he's basically Iron Man's sidekick, at least. And I mean, he branches out later in the comics, but you never really give him a like. He hasn't had a really good chance to shine in the movies yet. He's either, you know, getting injured or being the shitty Iron Patriot or the yeah. Iron Man three or whatever, and to see him be like one of the main Avengers in the biggest movie is pretty great. I uh, I'm thinking this weekend I might go to the bookstore and get the Infinity Gauntlet it, it's comic. A, it's a great read because I have a feeling they're much like Infinity where they're gonna base a lot of this movie off the infinity gauntlet comic well Um, there's something i really wouldn't mind talking about but i don't want to spoil the comic for you nebula no well not not nebula per se but i mean that is part of it but the end of that story if i can go into it without spoiling it is is thanos isn't real because i feel like the avengers movies just want to kill off every villain you know yeah and that's why i liked infinity war so much because not only did thanos survive but he basically won that movie but in the in the comics at the end of that story he kind of gets a punishment instead of like the easy way out and i really want that to translate to the movie it's like yeah because not only is thanos the best villain they've had in the movies and it'd be a shame to kill to uh kill him off but if you 
just that's why I had such a problem with Captain Marvel because <laughs> because um they've in the build up to her movie they've been saying multiple times that she's the most powerful Avenger or whatever and my fear at, with Endgame is that she's going to be the one that you know uses because she's got the you know the power blast or whatever that she's going to be the one who just like you know shoots Thanos with some like energy beam and like oh he blows up like the end of apocalypse with the phoenix force and yeah. I, just, I just feel like if they repeat that it not only does it i i trust the russos from... though are, are too smart for that i think yeah they like us i don't i think the avengers don't like everyone's like i can't wait to see how the avengers beat thanos i oh, don't yeah. think there's going to be any defeating thanos i think you're going to see thanos in good chunks in this movie but i think the main villain is just the situation they're in like they just need to reverse oh yeah not not even necessarily reverse but do the best they can to fix their situation but i don't think it's going to have like thanos did what he did i don't think it's going to be the same in Endgame as it was in Infinity War with them fighting Thanos. Especially after sacrificing Gamora and seeing like after he actually snaps half the people out of the ex- out of existence. Yeah. You can kind of tell maybe he just maybe Josh Brolin just plays it really well that he maybe not regrets it but feels the weight of it. I think he's going to have So that makes him less <laughs> buyer's of a, remorse. Yeah. It makes him less of a of a villain and more of like a sympathetic, like he thinks he's doing what's right, even though it's not really right. It's really scary to true life. Like the people that believe in something and even if it's completely wrong. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I think that the Russo brothers are smart and they understand how special it was that they made Thanos win in that movie. And they probably want him to then, go out on a strong note once again. Oh yeah. I, I trust the Russos and what they're doing. And I'm obviously Kevin Feige. Like he's made 20 movies that have all been pretty great. And think of, I mean, the Russos have made three movies so far and they're in the top five. Oh yeah. The two I, Captain I America. still, I still have like, if you're asking me the best movies, that's different from my favorites. Like winter soldier is my favorite Marvel movie. It just always will. It's be. a fantastic. I, movie. I love it so much, um, and I'd probably go Winter Soldier, Infinity War because to me Infinity War is the Empire Strikes Back of the MCU. Oh yeah, and then um, Civil War. Yeah, they did a great. Uh, did I'm a not great even job factoring the first Avengers. It's so hard to rank these now because <laughs> there's so many good ones. But I but I do know that my favorite will always. be I still Winter love Soldier. the first Avengers too. Yeah, but that that was. Uh, that was a main problem that I was seeing as Captain Marvel was coming out was, oh, like pe- people who have seen it and were like tweeting about it or whatever. Oh, like Thanos, you're in trouble. Captain Marvel is so powerful, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, if it's that simple, then this isn't, isn't going to be a good movie. And, and if that's what you're looking for in Endgame, then I think you're looking in the wrong place because if it's just like, oh, Captain Marvel's most powerful person, she's powerful than, you know, all the Avengers combined, and it will just like decimate Thanos, and it's like, then what's the point of the movie? Decimating Thanos isn't going to fix anything for them. Right. Like, you kill him off, and it doesn't reverse anything. So it's got to be more complex than that. And I'm, and 
as you say, trust in the Russos. That's what I'm hoping is it's going to be more complex than, oh, Thanos did a bad thing. Now we got to like fix it. And you know, that's about it. And speaking of trusting the Russos, I have several theories (laughs) to discuss that I want to go into. Let's let's go into them. Because I have, well, first of all, I don't think that we should probably say potential spoilers in case any of these turn out to be true. But I mean, it's not a spoiler. That just means that we're uh, genius screenwriters. Yeah. Um, But I I have a hunch that this movie is going to open with Hawkeye. Um, like from what we've seen, especially the last trailer, like the, like the movie, much like how Infinity War opened with, um, the Asgardians with Thor, getting yeah. demolished. I think it's going to open, and it's going to confuse everybody because the world's going to seem fine. Hawkeye is going to be shooting arrows with his kid, and then his kid disappears. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden his family's going to disappear, and you're going to see him broken, and then. With the, uh, and, I like just the slow piano Avengers theme. Just play that and yeah. then bring Endgame in. And, and then you cut to like, however, and then you cut to the moments right after Infinity War. And at some point after they cut to those moments, you're going to, there has to be a time jump. Like they're going to see like five years later or something. That's what a lot of people are thinking. And just based on physical appearance alone with, you know, Black Widow's hair or Captain Wood. Uh, Captain America's beard like disappearing. Yeah, whatever. I've shaved the beard off the next day. (laughs) Yeah, but there's some passage of time, and I feel like time travel will play a big part in this movie. But I could see it opening with Hawkeye because that continues the trend of even if Thor is the most powerful Avenger, then Hawkeye is still the most relatable. And if you see the snap from his point of view, it's like, oh, well, now we get an idea of like how normal people even though he's not the most normal person in the world that you get that perspective of oh this is how it happened and how's how it's affecting the general population well plus it's the filmmaker's way of saying hey we've already taken your heart once we're gonna step on it to start this movie so you yeah, really feel everything remember the last do. movie where we killed all the, all of your favorite avengers let's show you that well, we're bringing much them back more, to kill all the rest of them yeah here's a more intimate level of it we're gonna take his daughter <laughs> but it but it's the perfect way to start because like i love movies that make it i read the they had the entertainment article that just came out yeah um where the rooster brothers talked about it and they said what they loved about writing these movies is they like to write themselves into a corner where they don't know how they'll get out and i love watching a movie where the leads are stuck in a situation you're like how the fuck and that's what they they did with Infinity War. Yeah. You, that, that movie starts and Thor and Loki and all the rest of the Asgardians who were, you know, happily es- escaping uh, at the end of Ragnarok are already in some deep shit. And that's, you know, it's the first 30 seconds of the movie. Yeah. Like I like uh, Inception and Interstellar. The reason I love those movies so much yeah. is there are moments in that movie where like I hate it when I can call what's going to happen next. And there are moments in that movie where I'm like, what the fuck are they going to do? Like, there's the part where um, they shoot Cillian Murphy and he dies and they're stuck in all those dreams. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell are they going to do to get out of this? <laughs> and then in, have you seen Interstellar? Yes, I have. Whenever Matt Damon blows the airlock. Oh, that motherfucker. Matt and Damon I'm like, is such and, an ass. And like, movie. you see it explode and you're like, you're fucked. Yeah. Like, immediately, I'm like, you're fucked. That you whole movie was a mind fuck. Yeah. 
I I love when you're backed into a like I think that they are going to fail a second time in Endgame. Well, before you get to fixing things, like I, I think they're going to get stuck in another no win situation. I'm just I'm just trying to think of all the people that are going to be in this movie and how they're going to bring back half the people that got killed off in infinity war. My favorite idea (laughs) is that they actually technically don't bring back any of them. What they do is they bring back alternate versions of all of them, which would be a lot to wrap your head around. The consequences of the snap are real and they were never fixed. Like in infinity war, Thanos won. That's the movie. Yeah. But in Endgame, you're bringing in alternate heroes from alternate universes. So you're saying that, like, for example, in Spider-Man Far From Home, the reason, which would be after Endgame, the reason that Peter is fine and is Spider-Man is because they fix the world, but they don't bring him back, so he never experiences right. his he's death. From, he's from a universe in which he wasn't snapped away. I could see that happening. However, but- ours is still gone. Because Doctor Strange didn't see all the different times they could win. He saw the one time. Alter, alternate universes. So and may, no matter what, like if you're if you're talking like scientifically, yeah. No matter what, there's always the universe you lost in, and that won't be changed. That's true. And I love that idea. I love the idea that you're not reversing anything. Like you lost this. This universe is that one bad universe. I, it's somber, but well, because that well, think about it though. It gets it gets around losing all the heroes, while also making the effects of the snap permanent. Exactly. Like it's not just washed away. Like oh, we got this magical wand that can just like solve everyone's problems and undo all the shit that went down in Infinity War. You're avoiding tropes while also coming up with a satisfying win. For the Avengers, yeah, I can, and an interesting I can one at that. Well, and you were, uh, you should also bring up your Captain America theory. Yes, I, I, if this happens, I'll love it. I think it's awesome. I think if you, if, if the movie is going to be three, like three hours, yeah, then this is a completely doable thing because he'll still get his like time. You know what I mean? But what they'll do is, I think that they try to take the fight to Thanos. Mm-hmm. And I think at the end of the second act is when you have that. We're back into a corner. We're fucked. And the audience is like, how are you going to get out of this? Because I think they take the fight, the fight to Thanos. And I think that Cap dies. I think that Captain America dies. Yeah. And I think that shot that you see of him walking in that quantum suit in the trailer is not the... The current timeline. The current Infinity War timeline, Captain America. I think that he dies. And I think that whenever they realize that they can recruit or they can recruit alternate Avengers versions to to fight, that they go back to New York and they grab Cap from there. And that Cap fighting at the end is actually a different universe Cap. Because that would. Oh, go ahead. That would accomplish two things, too, is because. At the end of the mission to defeat Thanos, the well, I'll, we'll just call him the real Cap, 
is gone. So Chris Evans is done with these movies for now. But there's still a time-displaced Captain America that can go wherever he wants. And you can finally have that satisfying end of like him ending up with Peggy Carter in the 40s. Right. And like maybe he has some kind of quantum suit or time travel thing where he can appear in other movies, but he's not a regular Avenger. I would love for him to rehash the line at the end of civil war. Oh, I love this so much. So he goes back to be with Peggy. Yeah. But he tells Tony and them like, Hey, um, like if you need me, if you need me, I'll be there, which I think is fucking awesome. If you call back to civil war, when he said that to Tony, he said, if you need me, I'll be there. Yeah. But it's him going back to the forties. And I, then imagine if they imagine if Chris Evans later on down the line decided to do like a fourth Captain America and it just takes place in In the forties, yeah. The fifties, yeah. Be badass. I mean that accomplishes so much because you kill off the character, you bring back the character and give him a satisfying conclusion, and you keep the door open for future appearances even though he's not required to be in any new avengers movies right and this is literally what comic books do yeah Uh, people get brought back to brought back to life after they die all the time and this would be a realistic way to do it in the mcu franchise to where you have the option to bring back captain america but he's not really needed going forward and you you can do more avengers movies with dr strange and captain marvel and spider-man and etc Right. And it also opens the door that if you're going to eventually, you know, do another, like, this is the Infinity Saga. If you do another saga and you want to do, you want to go bigger, go harder years down the line with another Avengers movie, you could bring back a shit ton of people for one part of that movie. Especially if they don't, if they don't ruin it in any of the marketing. Imagine like watching a future Avengers movie in five years and captain america just shows up randomly like it'd be great yeah like and it, having that as an option is fantastic and you're also fantastic. giving the fans a chance to speculate which makes you a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> for sure because i've never i've never been so like i have anxiety about this movie i've never had that because I, I just don't know what's happening i had major anxiety watching infinity war for the first time like because you didn't know what was going to happen and that I feel like that whole that movie is two and a half hours long, and every second of that movie is just like on the edge of your seat, like what the hell is going to happen next? And I feel like Endgame is going to be that times. I feel it'll be a little 10. more slower with more character moments, which is which what is, I, what I want, which I think is is what it needs. Which is really nice, and it bears mentioning that uh, I believe I believe it was Kevin Feige said this this week or. Uh, at least recently that at least my fear was that Captain Marvel was going to swoop in and save the day. And he said that the re the, I mean, they do everything on purpose anyway, but the reason all six of the original Avengers from the first movie survived infinity war is that they play a big part in Endgame, And if it focuses on the f- original six Avengers, then it'll be great just in that regard. Because you'll yeah. get to, you'll get to see. I mean, we've seen Iron Man and Cap, and even Thor now like developed really well. But to have all six of them, like the movie being about them, so like for the most part, is gonna be great. You know what I also think might happen in this movie? This could be, I guess, a theory. <laughs> you think Tony sees his dad? I'm 
I wouldn't mind if he did because if you think back to Iron Man 2 and he like sees the video of his dad, right. that's, that's one of the best moments of that yeah. generally terrible movie. Like to like for this conclusion, it just seems like it could be a fitting thing. I don't know how, like, as, if, I mean, if time travel is involved, then it, it could happen and I wouldn't mind if it did, but I don't know. I, see, that's the thing is the, the cool part of it is I don't think it's actually time travel. I, th- I think it's, and I think the, the Russos are, it's like quantum. They're realm smart stuff. asses where they're like, well, they're not time traveling. I think they're, they're doing interdimensional travel. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. This, <laughs> I love this movie. I love Deadpool too. Is distracting us once oh, again. Oh yeah. I, it's every every couple of minutes, I'm like mesmerized. You, what you by can't what's hear happening. right now is the soundtrack in the background. It's a it's like a a, a choir going, "Holy shit balls! Oh, holy <laughs> shit balls!" No, well, I remember being in the theater and Taylor's like, "Do you hear that in the background?" I was like, "Yes, it's amazing." <laughs> Also, Zazie Beats is so hot. Yeah, I she, got, she's I, beautiful. Yeah, I got, I tell you, I got a, got kind of a thing for Negasonic. Oh, I, a lot of people do. <laughs> people Negasonic, I, that hair even. I like that haircut. She's like, she's got that whole <laughs> Natalie Portman thing. It doesn't matter. This is, it's just so funny to me that like these movies are so like fourth wall breaking and like parodies and stuff. But besides Deadpool's suit and like his character in general, they just get completely right from the comics. Colossus looks great. Juggernaut looks great. Uh, Negasonic and even I think Yukio, her like their X Men costumes look fantastic. The, the yellow, movie. thank yeah. God, they finally put yellow. Yeah, they look great. Like they did so many. And Cable looks badass as hell. He looks fantastic from how he looks in the comics. Josh Brolin is a badass. Well, yeah, and uh, Josh Brolin makes it great. But they did so much right in this movie, and it's just funny that it happens in like in this medium like with dead with deadpool yeah i still kind of wish they had brad pitt as cable just because i think he could have been badass too yeah that would I brad, mean, pitt, brad is, pitt is amazing brad pitt is really people like i don't do people talk shit about brad pitt because i don't know I that don't, he's bad in anything I i've ever feel seen like personally and like tabloid wise like with angelina jolie and all that crap yeah, maybe, but acting wise, oh, I don't he's know incredible. how you could. Inglorious Bastards. Have you ever seen that? I have not seen. Inglourious oh, Bastards. you need to watch that movie right now. He's fucking incredible in that. I love him in. It, well, he's great in Moneyball. Oh, he's obviously the Ocean's Eleven movies. Don't and kill me. I haven't seen any of the Ocean's. You've movies. never seen? No, you haven't even seen the first one. No. Oh, it's so great. No, I, I, it's on my list. Yeah, you need to. I, I imagine. I, I already well. As soon as I watch it, I'm probably gonna end up buying all of them and watching them a million times. Other, I mean, there's only the three. I mean, there was the spinoff recently. But well, yeah, I'll watch the spinoff because that's a sexy list of older women. I actually saw that movie. It was okay. Sandra Bullock. But, <laughs> but the first one is one of the most rewatchable movies I've ever seen. Like I've seen that movie a, a hundred times. Well, the it's cast great. is phenomenal. Oh it's, yeah. What George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt, Matt Damon. Damon, Julia Roberts. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But um. Also, uh, have you ever seen the movie Babel? No. That's also a good one. It's kind of, it's more out there, more art, like artsy, but it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, uh, back to Avengers, though. Right. Back I, to Avengers. <laughs> I, I do feel like you're going to send Cap off by going back to the 40s. However, I do believe that an Avenger will die. 
see, I don't know why. I don't think they. I don't think one needs to, but I think one will. I die. don't know why it's necessary. I, I mean, like Robert it's, Downey it's Jr. Not, has played Tony Stark for ten years, and like, why can't he just be like retired? I don't want to be in any more movies, and it's like, okay, that's fine. Like, I don't understand why they have to kill off every character. Like, I guess that it makes the stakes higher but like yeah i i don't know iron man like i feel like with tony i i could just see them doing it i just i don't know i because i i could see where they're thinking hey he's the first one you ever saw yeah and he's the one to go he's the one that you're most invested in right i i can see that that spin on it and I listen, it's not gonna ruin it or kill it for me if he dies. Like I can I could see why you would make that choice. As long as it happens in a good way. <laughs> yeah, and another thing that we haven't really talked about yet with Endgame is the other thing it has to accomplish besides like giving a good send off to the original Avengers is it's gotta set up the next wave of Avengers. Because I would assume they're gonna keep making Avengers movies and the their roster is going to keep changing. They're so. almost making it seem like the next wave of Avengers are the snapped. Like I've yeah. almost thought that where they're like, you know, the team to lead, lead us moving forward is going to be the ones that Dr. Strange, Captain Marvel, yeah, the ones that are gone because Spider-Man. this movie is very much the original Avengers movie. And yeah. the people that are snapped, you know, they're the ones that, you know, moving forward see i'm 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 starting to poke holes in my own theory of it being <laughs> alternate avengers now because if that's the case then did dr strange know that 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 was it for for him you you think that he had to because he accepts it you know he says it's just a bold it's choice. the only way yeah, it's but maybe he saw something in the future where they have to die for them to win this movie's mind fucking me and i hope <laughs> that it actually is that way. I mean, I was, I was surprised by infinity war. So like, I, I'm thinking interstellar type of shit for any, that's what I want. like really existentialist, like out there, like crazy. Well, not, not to, <laughs> but, but not with the ending that throws everyone the fuck off. Like interstellar. I just, yeah. God, that movie was a mind fuck. Yes. I just don't want Endgame to be wrapped up in a little bow and them just being like, Oh, like we saved the day, uh, you know. <laughs> this is thanks. Thanks for giving us your money. You know, I had a nightmare, like a month ago, that I went to see Endgame, and I was super fucking disappointed. Like I had a night. This movie, I had a nightmare about. It. I had a nightmare that I saw the movie, and it ended with another cliffhanger, and it was just <laughs> action scenes and quips, and oh, they didn't even like time travel, and I was like. So it was just like run-of-the-mill crap. It was it was a run-of-the-mill Avengers movie, and I was like, "What the hell was that?" Well, but it won't be that case because the Russo brothers continue to surprise me. Like Winter Soldier, when I like halfway through that movie, I was like, "What? Why the fuck is this so cool?" Because it wasn't a superhero movie; it was a freaking spy movie. Yeah, with Captain America in it. It was yeah, it was out of left field. That's why it's so it was so great at the time, and why it still is. And then Civil War, that airport scene happens, and you're like, what the hell? This is amazing. They, they learned to, to uh, jumble a bunch of characters and make it work. They did, even in Winter Soldier, using some of the supporting characters. 
from the Avengers. They did it in that and Civil War and then did it phenomenally in Infinity War. So I don't know why we would lose faith now and with Endgame coming up. Yeah. So I yeah, I mean so go, going back to the, the theory of Tony dying, I believe that, that that could be that could be valid. I, I Black Widow won't die. She's gonna have her own movie. Yeah, she has her own movie. Yeah, she will Although die. I've heard that's a prequel too, at least parts of it. Really? I feel well, like that that'd be like Wonder Woman then. where like it's set in the present, but there's a lot of backstory. Because they haven't really dived into like her training in the red room and stuff, like in Russia where she like became an assassin was like we haven't crazy. gotten to see any of the dark parts of black widow you saw it like briefly in age of ultron but they need to expand on that Ooh, i'm glad you touched on that when i was so i rewatched age of ultron the other night like right. i said the beginning of that movie had me like captivated because that has to mean a lot I, like i know there's been a lot of movies between ultron and like infinity war and endgame mm-hmm. but Bear in mind, Infinity War and Endgame are basically Avengers three and four shot back to back. Right, like it's the next one after Ultron. Right. So when they shot Ultron, they had to be planning for the shit they were gonna do well, in Infinity War and Endgame. The most important theme that came from that movie was Tony's vision that he gets from the right. Scarlet so Witch. The, the beginning, there's those visions, and they all see themselves. Like that's the thing is, uh, Steve Rogers sees himself back. And that at that dance with Peggy, yeah. and then Thor sees himself in Asgard. Mm. I always want to say Asgard, like uh, Jeff Goldblum. Black and Widow sees her training that haunts her. Yeah, and oh. then Hawkeye doesn't get Hawkeye doesn't get one. I don't think they don't. No, show no, no, because because he's the one that gets to avoid the mind shit. Yeah, in Age of Ultron. The first movie. Um, but then, yeah, but then Tony sees them all dying. The only and the, the thing is here, like. Now all these the marketing for Endgame is like those flashbacks too. So I'm yeah. like, well, the only way that I could see it making sense for Tony to die is if you go back to the first Avengers movie when Cap basically chastises him by saying that he's not the one to make the sacrifice, the sacrificial play, in like the uh, the dire scenario. Yeah, because uh, Tony's like, I just cut the wire. Yeah, which he kind of, he kind of goes t- towards that at the end of the first Avengers by like blowing up the ship, and like making the sacrifice. But I feel like that'll, like, that's not the only sacrifice he's gonna he's gonna make. Like after he saw everyone die in front of him, like he's like his vision told him, he'll know that the only way to make everything right and to defeat Thanos and all that stuff is for him to make the sacrifice. And that's the long, you know, storytelling theme that has been running since the first Avengers. Although I would love it if he's prepared to make a sacrifice in Endgame, and Captain America is one that that's like, why don't we just cut the wire? <laughs> that, I'm, that, I mean, that'd be great too. Complete. Like cause, I, I, cause want, Cap- I want all the callbacks because Captain America's arc has almost been to, the opposite where he's been like the one that is like he's just the perfect the, the perfect hero always sacrificing but then now he's kind of like more of the fugitive like Does has, a, has a mind of, of his own yeah he went from being told what to do in the army to it's crazy as himself. the movies have gone on chris evans has taken on more of the tony stark 
Yeah. Personality. He's been great in all those movies too. Yeah. Like, cause the, the one thing I remember in Spider-Man homecoming, they're showing the video of him in gym <laughs> class and they're like, I'm pretty sure this guy's a war hero, but a war criminal <laughs> or a war criminal. A war criminal. But did I say war hero? He's a war criminal. And I'm like, yeah, that's where we are now. Videos. <laughs> so you got detention. But I see like when you first mentioned Tony dying in Endgame, like, eh, but why? But if you really think about it, that's been the whole play that's been building up since the first Avengers, and I can see it happening. Yeah, I mean it. But again, if you're going to open up that door for an alternate version of Chris Evans to come back, you might. Yeah. It still would be open technically for Downey to come back. That's true. But the play in the movie is that you wouldn't necessarily show that for Tony, but you show it for Steve. Yeah, I could see that happening. Because, I mean, it would be effective for the audience, but then if anyone wants to nitpick, you just think about it. Like, oh, he he could come back. Yeah, he, we'll leave that open. <laughs> All right, I have another big question for you. All right. Do you think Captain Marvel was also placed in front of Endgame because of the scrolls? Like, why? If, if, if the scrolls are part of the next phase of the MCU... Why show them right before your biggest Marvel movie? To, uh, I think maybe to like set them up as the next like big villains after Thanos. You know, you got to introduce them a little bit and be like, yeah, we'll be back later. But I know that the Russo brothers have a major heart on for Secret Wars. I, yeah, they've wanted to do Secret, Secret Wars after, uh, after Endgame. But I just wonder if they wanted to try and throw at least just, one loop in there. I just have, like, storyline-wise, I just have such a hard time with the scrolls because... You know what I thought would be really it's creative? It's retconning so many characters. Like, you can be like, oh, Maria Hill was a scroll this whole time. She's evil. What, like, if, what does that do? What if Talos is in Endgame and uh, they use him as a decoy of a hero? That'd be pretty cool. Like, what if they go to fight Thanos and you think one of the heroes is with them fighting and then he reveals himself to be Talos for the first time and it was all a trap and then you see the other hero. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great writing. I, I mean, I wouldn't and mind. No one would back. argue with if, if you're going to do the scrolls with a reveal in that way, that wouldn't piss people off. Yeah. I just liked that after they came out and said the scrolls were the villains of uh of Captain Marvel. It's like, oh great, they're gonna make they're gonna make the scrolls like infiltrate Earth and everyone is actually a scroll in disguise and all that stuff and it was I, I was not looking weren't. forward to it. But then they made it to where the scrolls were not evil. And I know that they're because there's a lot of Kree that are not evil but then Ronan was or, you know, Jude Law was. So, like, not every scroll is evil, which was kind of cool. How great is Ben Mendelsohn in that movie? He's pretty great. He's so he's good. good. He's good in everything. Well, not Robin Hood. <laughs> not what? Not Robin Hood. Did you see that? No, I oh, heard horrible God. things, and I watched clips, and I was it like, It looked terrible. No, no Jamie Foxx, you don't belong in Robin Hood. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, that would be a cool way to introduce them. I uh, 
I do think there will be an Avengers Assemble statement made finally. I hope so. By Cap. They freaking teased us with it like three times. Yeah, at the end of Ultron. Yeah, at the end of Ultron. Gosh. I'd love to see that in the movie finally. I love the opening scene of Age of Ultron too. Underrated, where they're fighting in the snow. Yeah. I, I made an observation though about superhero movies recently. What's that? I was walking to my car and it was like a flurry outside, like yeah. snowing hardcore. And I was like, how's come I never see superheroes fight in the snow? And I was like, they're in New York. Like, why have I never seen Spider-Man slinging his web through a snowstorm? Yeah. kind of want to see that. <laughs> Isn't there snow in the beginning of Age of Ultron? Yeah, but not because they're in New York. They're in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're. I never thought about it. <laughs> I know, like it's just something to think about. Like the Avengers are always fighting in a bright, sunny New York. What happens if that shit goes down in like a thunderstorm? The shitty February, <laughs> where it's like still snowing and people are miserable. Like, yeah. I want to see Spider-Man swinging through a snowstorm. I, mean, I just haven't seen it. Like, a, like a a thermal Spider-Man suit. I don't think you're gonna see it anytime soon. But I don't think I ever will. <laughs> I just like that idea. It's something that hasn't been done. No, never been done. Did we watch this entire movie? Yeah. Um, but we'll wrap it up for now. We should do another. We should do another theory <laughs> uh, thing before Endgame comes out because there's gonna there's gonna be more TV spots, more stuff coming out. And it'd be awesome to do kind of a reaction one after it comes out. Finally. Yeah, we'll definitely do a reaction to it because it should uh, spo- be freaking ridiculous. Spoiler free review. I'm already planning on seeing it. Like I'm gonna get like a couple tickets. Yeah. see it like like maybe twice that weekend um should be awesome the coolest thing about it that i read today though was that they actually wrote endgame before infinity war to have the end and to build towards it yeah they said that it was easier and it, and they felt better about when they completed endgame they felt better about it and it was easier for them to write than infinity. to write than, the, the shit that goes down in infinity war yeah yeah I which is fair Okay, I'm going to turn off Deadpool, go to bed, and hopefully not yeah. have a nightmare about Endgame. Yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully that's not a recurring nightmare, and you're not disappointed like you were with Spider-Man 3. No. And I was too. I won't be. <laughs> but until next time. Bye. Ugh.